This episode is sponsored by Smartass and Sass. If you love to laugh, have a sarcastic sense of humor, and have the mouth of a sailor, you're in a safe space. Welcome to the brand that says exactly what you're thinking so your mouth won't have to. Smartass and Sass has everything from sweary stickies to mouthy mugs, and they regularly survey their subscribers to see what goods they're wanting. Looking for a regular shipment of sarcasm? They offer three subs- Blah. I'll start from the looking. Okay. Looking for a regular shipment of sarcasm? They offer three subscription options starting at fifteen ninety five plus shipping per month. Get a sassy softwind shirt. Five to seven hilarious items are all the above. Sign up for their subscription and treat yourself to a monthly sub <laughs> Damn, they do a lot of alliteration. They do. Alright. Looking for a regular shipment of sarcasm? They offer three subscription op. <laughs> what? Looking for a regular shipment of sarcasm? They offer three subscription options starting at fifteen ninety five plus shipping per month. Get a sassy softwind shirt. Five to seven hilarious items, or all the above. Sign up for their subscription and treat yourself to a monthly surprise of sass that fits your personality. Not ready for a monthly commitment? They also have an online shop of 150 plus items crafted and curated for sass holes. You deserve to laugh your ass off. Subscribe and shop at smartassandsass.com and use code NAUGHTY in caps for 25% off your first box. Jeez, that's sassy. You're tuned in to Good Girls Behaving Badly. You talk about everything with your close friends, right? Well, so do we. Listen to us discuss everything from media and pop culture to relationships and dating. What do you want to chat about? Well, it's not going to work. Now that I know we're being recorded. <laughs> hey, guys. This is Sydney. I'm Shanae. And how have your couple of weeks been? Um, Work-wise has been pretty busy. Mm-hmm. Um... Prepping for like next year, which will be like busy. Mm-hmm. Next year's just gonna be busy in many ways. Mm-hmm. And uh, trying to stay alive, baby. Retrograde and mm-hmm. hold me down, baby. <laughs> it's the last day, though. Trying to drown me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm trying to stay strong, stay with it. Mm-hmm. So, but the past few weeks have been felt has felt kind of hard. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm surviving. <laughs> you holding on. You yet holding on. <laughs> As the old people would say. You yet holding on? Yeah. I've never heard that. Really? Huh. <laughs> um, my weeks, they've been like kind of busy. So my dad turned 60 and we had a bunch of surprises for him that actually worked. I didn't think he would, I thought surprises were being spoiled, but apparently he didn't catch on to any of the people spoiling things so that was good that he was surprised by everything i got to spend a lot of time with family while i was in dallas um work hasn't been busy but like my side projects have been pretty busy lately uh i got a new job uh what yeah i told you that already you say you got a job offer yeah i got three offers right i I did not get a follow-up and i'm taking x y and z unless i got to go back no (laughs) 
No, I just I chose one out of the Okay, because sometimes Cindy <laughs> be playing me. She be like, I told you. No, I told you about the offer. Correct. Yeah, but I didn't tell you that I chose one. Okay. So I did choose one. Fraction our friendship, oh, but God. we can talk about that later. <laughs> um, And then I, I went furniture, because I didn't have anything else to do today. So I was like, let me go furniture shopping since everybody been saying that uh, it's hard to get furniture out here, which it is. <laughs> uh. Because a lot of the stuff that I want is not available for, like, some some places are saying 8 to 16 weeks, which I'm like, well, what side? Because I move in six weeks. So, like, 8 ain't bad first. And it's like, well, that don't work for me. That's either. wild. <laughs> That's crazy. So, I'm like, I would rather, like, know for sure what day it can get delivered so I can know what I'm dealing with. But it's looking like I'm just going to buy furniture online and, and hope that it look like... Well, Wayfair is pretty good with that. You just got to be careful with, like, knowing the measurement. But other than that, I've never gotten anything from Wayfair that, like, didn't look like how it was pictured. Me either. I guess in the meantime, you can start to get the other crap. Yeah, so... Tiles and plates. Well, because I already have a lot of stuff from my old place, but I need to go through and get rid of stuff. Mm -hmm. So I'm doing that this week. Because I, I, like, have a list of stuff that I need to buy, but I want to make sure I don't get anything that, like, I already have. So this week I'm going um, to go through all my boxes of stuff um, to see like what I want to give away, sell, donate, whatever um, that's been in boxes. Cause I a lot of the stuff I don't really want anymore, but like some of the stuff I could probably keep. Like wine glasses, it's no need for me to get rid of those cause they still can be sipped from. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm gonna do that this week so I can like be for sure what else I need um, to purchase. So. Yeah. It's the holiday season. You'll get things on sale mm-hmm. in most cases. I mean, like kitchen utensils, mm-hmm. sheets and tiles, stuff like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because um, that's the thing. Because, like, I was thinking about TVs, too. And I'm like, well, TVs always... I don't know about no TV shortage on electronics now. Like, everything else. But I don't know about shortage on TV. So I'm like, if nothing else, I can get a TV on Black Friday or Cyber Monday or whatever. Um, so I'm not really worried about You have a Sam's... Costco, do you have any of those? My parents got Costco. Look at the cost. I find yeah. that the they have really good priced mm-hmm. TVs. So, yeah. I've gotten all the TVs in my house from Sam's Club. Mm-hmm. Um, just because the price point is pretty good, really affordable. Yeah, and you get a decent sized TV. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, that part I'm not too worried about that not being available. I need to get the stuff that is going to take a minute to get first. So. Where apparently, you know, if you buy gifts around the holiday season, you probably should start right now. <laughs> right. With the supply chain issues, the cargo ships, mm-hmm. things are just kind of There's a sitting. lumber shortage. There's a lot going on right now. Yeah. So, you know, prepare yourselves. <laughs> Do not hoard. Right. Yeah. Preparing yourself and hoarding are two different things. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. So I just want to put that out there. Yeah. People going crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to see stores of like, quantity limits again which i feel like they're getting ahead of it which is a good thing because people are going nuts Mm, and especially because it's getting cold again and people are going to start getting sick from other things again but you know going to be concerned that it's covid and some of it we might have a spike in covid who knows it could be a combination of it all yeah um so yeah prepare but don't hoard yeah okay because and who knows what usps gonna do this holiday season honestly last year <laughs> i my father's i my father got one of his christmas gifts mm-hmm. mid-january mm-hmm. and i ordered it um early november right 
And it was literally just sitting in the USPS thing mm-hmm. from November, yeah. just sitting. It wasn't moving, yeah. yeah it just yeah. wasn't moving. Yeah. Like, so honestly, I'm going to try to take to the stores this year. Mm-hmm. Probably not. Um, I'm going to try to do a lot of pickup orders because I hate being yeah. in a store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm going to try to do it that way to try to physically have stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, also because she's, you know tightening down everybody's gifts gonna ain't gonna be as much anyway all right <laughs> right it'll be good quality but yeah. Yeah. we we tighten it down baby i was looking at my budget this week now that i have a new job i'm like all right now what am i working with and redoing my budget and just knowing that like since i'm gonna have different bills i just can't eat and drink out like i do now i can't do that as much uh so i just gotta be prepared for the shift <laughs> Especially because, like, I where I live now, it's no restaurants near me. I have to get everything like delivered, and it might be cold by the time it gets there. But in Owens Mills, <laughs> I'm close to so many more restaurants. It's like, behave, <laughs> like, don't go crazy just because you have access to more. But so yeah, eating the house, right? Because that's what I was. That's talking. not easy, but just gotta tell you so. Eating the house, eating the house. Eat or the house. I was talking to somebody this week, and they was like, "What worked for her is like being honest with herself." So it's like, cause she would get groceries for like two weeks, but then like eat out like five times during that two weeks. She's like, now she just gets groceries for one week, and it'll last her two weeks. Cause she's like, I'm not gonna not eat out, but I'm just realistic with what I need in my fridge because I'm gonna eat out. So I'm like, that's a good way to like balance it too. Is to like not overbuy because you know food be going bad and just be sitting in the fridge and stuff. Well, like I that. do go to the grocery store weekly now. Mm-hmm. I don't like grocery shopping. That's why I try to bulk up. But one person, unless you buy a whole bunch of freezer stuff, mm-hmm. it's impossible to like bulk shop for yourself. Yeah. Stuff is gonna go bad. Yeah. But for me, in most cases. I have cut back on how much I spend on food, mm-hmm. but I also enjoy cooking. So in most cases now, if I have a taste for something, mm-hmm. I'll just make it myself mm-hmm. because one, it is cheaper and in most cases is healthier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why, but I still give myself an opportunity to eat out like twice a week because mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to happen. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. But like you said, it's about knowing yourself and just budget for it. If you mm-hmm. eat out a lot, then you budget for it. If you mm-hmm. if you know you like doing something, you have a hobby that costs money and you have to you know what I mean, like you budget. That's the mm-hmm. whole point. Yeah. I don't think it's fair to deprive yourself from all the things you like. Mm-hmm. You just have to find balance. But that's why I also resent when people talk about sometimes like millennials budgets and they're like you don't need all that Netflix and stuff. And it's like, okay, I'll stop my $15 Netflix. <laughs> right. That's yeah. not going to help me mm-hmm. save more money. Right. Right? And like, that's not going to... If I use it... Because, like, watching Netflix probably keep people from going out as much, too, because you just want to watch stuff. So it's like, if, if you're not using it, fine. Shut it up. But if you're using it, I don't see the issue. But I hate how they act like that's supposed to give me... That's supposed to do it. <laughs> $30,000 now. And now I can buy a house because I cut my Netflix out. Right. Now I can have a child no. because I cut Netflix. That'll give you maybe $200 extra in the year. Right? Like... So I'm just like, relax. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to pay for the Netflix, okay? <laughs> right. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I just don't like that thought. Like, there's a bigger issue. Can mm-hmm. people budget better? Sure. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have it, you don't have it. Right. And you can't budget your way out of pro- poverty mm-hmm. if you just don't have it. So I, I just hate 
how people behave that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But one thing I am looking forward to, so two out of the three offers that I get, did get, they didn't agree with all of my side hustles. And the one I accepted wants me to, they don't want me to do one of the side hustles. They don't want me to work for one of the companies I work for now on the side. And I was like, actually, I'm okay with that. Because I feel like at this moment right now, it's getting a little bit much. Like, I had to work on Saturday, and I should have done some work today, but I just didn't. And I'm like, yeah, it's getting to be a little too much anyway. So I, I don't they have a compensate problem. you enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did. Because I was like, okay, I'm fine with that, but you want to, you know, throw some D's on it. Um, and so I'm like, I'm actually fine with like having to cut back on my side work. Uh, cause I'm like, mm, I'll get a hobby. That's what I need to do anyway. So I'm not mad about it. So Yeah. I think it's always great to like, if you can figure out a way to make more and work less at the same time. Right. If yeah. it's possible. Yeah. 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 So. I mean, unless some people who really like to work, I can't relate. Shout out to y'all. <laughs> That's what somebody told me Whoever yesterday. They was like, I don't know how you find the time for like all of the stuff you do on the side. And I was like. I do, too. I do think your schedule's a little bit too much for me, mm-hmm. but that's why I ain't got it. I still feel like my schedule is loosey-goosey, but I, that's just my perception of but it. But then that's good, though, because yeah. you're the one who got to do it. If yeah. you're not feeling like it's jam-packed or it's mm-hmm. too much, then that's good. Yeah. As a bystander, <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't like... Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah. So, we'll see what this new position brings and if it, it's my time outside is it still of remote like, oh girl yes it, the funny thing is i'm literally one mile from the office but i ain't going in there like i, I made that clear I, feel like, I just don't think it, remote is the way baby yeah no i was like, not, i wasn't applying for a job that was gonna have me coming to the office at all like please remote is the way enough yeah. of this in-person nonsense yeah I was like, I don't care how close I am to that office. I would want to be remote. The only thing I will come over there for is to pick up my laptop, but they said they mailing that anyway, so. <laughs> I don't want to be remote, period, yeah. even the same conditions. Yeah. I don't want to go back in anybody's office. And, and like, my supervisor live in D.C., and I'm like, you don't want to drive out here neither. Like, so let's not even do this. <laughs> like, so, which he don't. He wants to work from home. So too, much so. time is, gets... You know what I'm, you know, if companies are really smart, mm-hmm. you really get more out of your staff member when yep. they don't have to do the commute thing. Yeah. One thing I told my boss when they were starting early in the year and I, before the Delta variant kind of kicked up, they was mm-hmm. like coming back. I was like, well, you're going to get less work time for me, but okay. Right. I was like, now because I'm, now I'm, talking to I'm y'all. commuting, I'm having to talk to y'all mm-hmm. and I want to get home by a certain time. So I'm going to leave at a certain time. Mm-hmm. So y'all can't put no pop-up late meeting on my calendar. Mm-hmm. I won't be available, mm-hmm. but I'll be in the office. Right, right. Yeah. So they were smarter. There's nothing like washing clothes and answering email oh, at the same time. Love it. There's nothing like taking 10 minutes to empty your dishwasher mm-hmm. and pull out your chicken. <laughs> right. You do not have to worry about like, oh, I forgot to pull it okay. out this morning. Pull out your you chicken for dinner. <laughs> right. There's right. nothing like it. Or I love just like cooking dinner during the work day so then it's done. Right, like, right. Like I'm done working. Oh. And I love the opportunity to have sometimes like better lunches, not a oh, yeah. salad I just quickly threw on my lunch. I can literally, right, I can, fryer. right, I can literally make something if I wanted to. Uh-huh. Like all of it. Yeah. Why are you trying to take that from me? What's your problem? <laughs> Rude. Yeah, so I, I definitely made it require for me to be remote. So 
I, it seems like that will be my life for the foreseeable future. Is that's what I want? Remote work, full yeah. life. If I have to, I want to do it from home. Yeah, you yeah. save money. It helps the environment. It does. It's proven. Mm-hmm. It makes it makes us happier. It does. Yeah. And when you're happier, your work product is always better. I also wonder if HR complaints have gone down since people have been from home because the foolish ones can't say foolish stuff like just. Without right. taking themselves off mute, you know? Right. It, it, it's a, more of an effort to unmute yourself to say something stupid. Like, so I wonder if, if HR that's has interesting. Feel, felt a shit. I wonder if there's, like, statistics on that. Yeah. yeah. On, be. like, office culture in mm-hmm. this, like, virtual space. I have to say, because I always, you know, my current organization, they would talk about, like, the office culture. And I've always been very critical to say that, like, well, we didn't have a strong one prior. Mm. So when that was brought up, as, like, we're missing something. I was like, that wasn't a good... We didn't have a great culture. Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, you're referencing, like, microaggressions and stuff that was, like, not fun. It wasn't fun. Right. So, like, the one thing that they considered company culture in my old, old job that I hated was the baby picture contest and guessing whose baby picture it was. And I never participated. Culture. And they was like, you never want to participate. I said, I'm not the only black girl in this office. And they like, well, we thought some of the white people were Asian. I said, yes, that's an easier mistake. You're not going to do that with me. Like, I'm, plus my face didn't change. So, honestly, you're going to know it's me, so it don't matter. But I'm like, no, I'm not doing it. And, but they love that kind of stuff. And I'm like, no, that's not positive. It's honestly, like you said, a microaggression. So, right. I just, I just, so when they would talk about, oh, we miss seeing you around. No, you don't. You barely spoke to me when I was in the office. What are you missing? <laughs> What are you missing? We weren't mm. bosom buddies. We weren't um, cracking jokes at the water cooler. I was avoiding people. Right. Fast. I would be trying to get my tea fast because I don't want nobody coming in. Hey, what'd you... Like that meaningless... I can't stand people who feel uncomfortable by silence. Mm-hmm. So we're both in the cafe or in the kitchen. Oh, I was literally about to bring that up. And yeah. they just can't heat up their food and I just can't make my tea mm-hmm. and we go out of business. They just feel like we have to talk right. if we're both in here. No, we don't. Yeah, You can just heat up your food <laughs> and I can just make my tea right. and all is well. Right. At, at my old job, I think they, they always assume that I enjoyed eating lunch at 2 p.m. No, I just wanted to eat lunch in the cafe, well, in the kitchen without anyone else being in there because I did not feel like having a conversation with you my whole life. I just want to eat. If I wanted to have lunch with you, I would have asked to have lunch That's with you. That's what I'm you. saying. Like, I just want to eat. You just want to mind your business. Right. What do you eat? What you do? Because when I first this started my, my old job, I would read during lunch and people would come in and get, like, what you reading? You going to interrupt me? Or can I just tell you the title and you go along? Because like, I don't want to have a conversation about what I'm trying to literally read right now how to be a whore <laughs> one-on-one you want me to give you the book when i'm finished one of the books i was reading the art of not giving a fuck and it was like oh, i'm like literally that's what it says like i'm not that's being what smart. i'm reading <laughs> how to hit a split on it you want me to give you the book when i'm done because mind your business it's my personal reading like yeah, it's yeah. you know what i mean like right. leave me alone mm-hmm. leave yeah. me alone the whole point is like Leave me alone. Right. Or I'm like, that's why sometimes I would eat at my desk. So I'm like, just don't bother me. Like, stay over there. Let me eat in peace. But at home, well, if you live alone. (laughs) (laughs) Your future. (laughs) Your future lunch times will be even more peaceful. Right. And it's not that bad now. It's just sometimes I just be like, I just, please. This is what I love working from home. I don't want to do this. But yeah, I think 
it's better, honestly, than being in the office. Because then I could just eat at any time and not have to think about the other 40 people in the office. I'm like, okay, what time do they eat? And trying to avoid them and blah, blah. And we and that was in your last organization, in our current, like, yeah. small. So sometimes I'm like, I wonder if it's actually better to at be bigger. at the bigger companies yeah. where they don't try to do this whole, Cause they, and we're they small and we're in it. Whereas yeah. more like, you really just know your department and there's 50,000 apartments and there's hundreds of people in the department. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I'm like, is that better? Whereas less of this like forced family commodity, commodity, community mess. Yeah, I think so. Cause it, when I was in my previous role, we went to visit a client and it was so funny cause they had, they had a huge cafeteria. But they really didn't know all of the people that worked there. Because when I walked in, because apparently it wasn't a lot of black people that worked there, they got excited. They was like, oh my God, what department do you work in? So they really don't know all of the workers there. And they just got excited because I was a black woman. But I'm like, I would rather have this big, huge cafeteria where you don't know if I work here or not. <laughs> like <laughs> I know I'm like, I've never worked for a super... I mean, I've worked for a big company before. Yeah. But my branch Mm -hmm. was still that sort of like 40 people small let's be a family thing yeah so that's what you felt so it was it still wasn't yeah the same as that you have some big where the company's like this huge building or it's like a campus Mm -hmm. and it's all this you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i'd be like i wonder if i would have more peace in a space like that (laughs) that's a good question i don't know at this point i just want a remote job but i do wonder yeah that but anyway before we go any further, I do want to talk about Housewives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do Bravo. So, um, this could be a little lengthy. It was so much going on. <laughs> so today I'm going to do Potomac and Beverly Hills, baby. We're going to start with Potomac. Mm-hmm. So, if you've been watching Potomac and you listen to my two cents, <laughs> you would have heard me compliment Candace this season. Mm-hmm. Likeability factor has gone up. A little bit more civil, mm-hmm. trying to be on the right side of things. <laughs> and baby, did we take a hard left. Dang it. Dang, spoke too soon. I mean, oh, a hard <laughs> left. So I'm going to talk about this couple's trip that is happening. Mm-hmm. Wendy organized it. And so... We have to know that as we go into the couple's trip, we have to remember the Mia Candace, you know, she's like, why are you talking to my mother about my husband? Remember, mm-hmm, that's still, still, mm-hmm. that still hasn't been settled. Mm-hmm. So we get to the house, and at this point, it is Wendy, Wendy, her husband, and Mia, and Mia and her husband, Gordon. Mia's husband is an interesting man. He's an older mm-hmm. man. Um, they have a significant age gap. He was drinking a lot. I would have been embarrassed by his behavior if I was his wife, but mm. I guess she's used to it and doesn't feel it. At least we're not going to know if she did. Right. She's like, whatever. Mm-hmm. The way he speaks to her sometimes is demeaning to me, mm-hmm. but she didn't seem phased by it. Mm-hmm. So that's just their dynamic right. and whatever to each his own. Mm-hmm. Um, Candace comes in. And digs towards Mia pretty early on, right? Mm -hmm. And what annoys me is, I actually do think Mia would have been more apologetic about her comments if Candace could have came in and said, hey, Mia, can I pull you to the side and say, hey, 
we're about to have this group trip. I don't want to speed any more drama, but this is lingering for me. This is still bothering me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think if Candace would have approached it like, I don't want to fight on this trip, but I do have to be honest. I am still feeling some type of way by X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. I do think Mia would have been like, I hear you. I apologize. Just the way she was spoken about, speaking about what happened mm-hmm. coming into this vacation home. But Candace came in hot. Candace was doing digs from the start. Mm-hmm. Passive-aggressive digs under her breath about Mia, comments about her husband. Mm-hmm. It's just inappropriate. Like, right. you literally just want to start a fight. Obviously, things blow up to a point where they fussing and cussing, and she's, like, telling me to get her pimp. Mm-hmm. Just disrespectful things. And it's like, at the end of the day, you're really upset. And I really feel like Candace got so unhinged by me is because... The, her mother issues are still ongoing. Mm-hmm. Um, she has her own issues with her mother. Mm-hmm. Then there's issues with her marriage versus her mother. And I feel like Mia, even talking to her mother and giving her mom a platform to be negative, because her mother seems to be very negative, right. I feel like really triggered Candace, especially since her kind of early season and a half of her being on the show was really dedicated to the mom, right? right. You living in your mother's house, your mother's... You know what I mean? And I feel mm-hmm. like the conversation kind of shifted beyond that. And me and bringing that mother stuff back to the forefront, I mm-hmm. think really triggered her in a way that made her go, like, super nasty. Mm-hmm. That's not an excuse. That's just my uh, my theory. Mm-hmm. So I end up getting into it, yelling. And this is when I go, all right. They in the kitchen. She fussing and cussing. You know, she's doing your mama comments. Mm-hmm. You know, Mia's mother has, you know, past issues with uh, drugs and mm-hmm. things like that. So calling her mother low budget, whatever, is upsetting Mia. And they're like, you know, Candace, chill, chill. She's like, no, she's saying it all. Mm-hmm. And she ends up throwing a piece of lettuce at Mia, like from the salad. Mm-hmm. And then they keep going. And then Mia eventually throws a bigger handful of lettuce right in Candace's face. And so now they're throwing... There's a lettuce shortage. Like, now they're throwing, like, food and lettuce and glassware and stuff like that. Oh, Lord. Ridiculous. Yeah. Mia storms off. And so, one, now we've seen it last season mm-hmm. where people, where people, a lot of people and myself feel like Candace antagonizes people until they snap. Mm-hmm. And so here's another situation where she started a physical activity. Yes, it's just lettuce, Mm -hmm. but again, started the act of something. Right. And then Mia returns it in a bigger way, and Candace is like, you see how rude she is? She's throwing shit, and I'm like, you started it. Right. And so I think for a lot of fans, especially the Monique fans who are still irritated about last season, they're like, and y'all said Monique was the issue. Here she is again poking the bear, poking the bear, Mm -hmm. and then when someone reacts, they're the monster. They lack self-control. It does some of the same stuff. They're Mm -hmm. not completely wrong. Mm -hmm. So the one thing I do want to say is, I do want to say that Candace does need to figure out why does she become so unhinged in some of these situations. Right. Now, why does it, someone you barely know, why to have that much power Mm -hmm. to make you so crazy to be fussing and cussing and throwing shit. You barely know Mia. Mm-hmm. And it's one thing to cuss her out. But like mm-hmm. for you to get that unhinged. It just felt weird to me. Right. And that's why I said it's something deeper. And I think it's because it was related to her mom. Figure that out girl. Yeah. 
And she had the nerve while she's exploding telling me she needs to go see the therapist. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe both of y'all. Hell, mm-hmm. everybody could use one. Right. I also don't like how they, how people throw therapy like it's an insult. Yeah. You need to go see a therapist. We you all do, do too. We all do. <laughs> right? What are you saying? That's like, that's to me, I don't know why that's become like some sort of jab. Yeah. You could use some couch time too, girl. Yeah. Anyway, the one thing I don't agree with with Mia and talking about her mother was saying something along the lines of like, you know, if my mother, um, uh, what's the word when you do drugs again? Relapse. Relapse. If my mother relapsed, I would kick her ass. It's going to be Cannon's fault. No, it's not. Oh my God. What in the world? No, it's not. And that's when I tweeted. I was like, well, that's going too far. Yeah. If her mom did relapse, her mother relapsed for whatever the reason is. Yeah. That has nothing to do with Candace saying your mama when you <laughs> called her low budget. That is right. not it. Yeah. And if you were concerned about your mother's um, relapsing because of this show or comments like that, you wouldn't put her on there. Because it's not just Candace. People are rude and mean. Some mm-hmm. of the things that I have seen people tweet and stuff about Mia's mom is weird. First of all, y'all gotta. I got into an arc, not even an argument. Somebody tweet me, why should we care about uh, Mia's mom? I'm like, it's a TV show, dude. <laughs> why are you so up in arms? Right. Now, look, I love the Housewives and I give my two cents. I'm not going back and forth with a fellow fan about who's. Girl, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care what you think. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say what I wanna say. Mm-hmm. Go away. End up blocking them. Oh, jeez. Because they just kept responding back. Uh-uh. I was like, okay. Like, anyways. Right. Whatever that means. Yeah. Um. So, I don't think that's fair to put that on Candace. Mm-hmm. And here's what I will say. Typically, in the housewife worlds, there's nothing really off the table. Typically, it's like children. Like, mm-hmm. no one really talks about each other's kids. Yeah. yeah. But anything else... They kind of just put up for grabs. Mm -hmm. I don't think Candace and what she says is anything as worse than what has been said across these platforms. Mm -hmm. They call each other bitches and hoes and you're this, you're that, your marriage is trash, your man don't want you, you got dry coochie. I mean, they really be just saying a lot. And so Mm -hmm. I don't, I hate how people act like what Candace says is somehow worse than what the other women say. Mm-hmm. That's not the case. I do think Potomac has some colorism issues because mm-hmm. I do feel like the energy that Wendy and Candace receive, who are the darker skin right. castmates with the things they say compared to their lighter skin, mm-hmm. um, there's no difference here. Right. But I see two women getting villainized in a way that the light brights don't. Mm-hmm. I think that's something. Yeah. But anyway, all that to say... It was a mess. Mm-hmm. I was very disappointed in Candace. Um, her husband came, calmed her down, like, why can't you be the bigger person? Why are you... He ended up cleaning up their mess, mm-hmm. got the broom or whatever. Then they go to this big group dinner, and she loses her shit again. Oh, Lord. Um, and this time it was Ashley. And this is what I'm saying. Ashley, to me, doesn't like Candace and finds ways to attach her own irritation to Candace on other things. Mm-hmm. So they really haven't really spoke, Candace and Ashley. Mm-hmm. And Ashley is now taking a moment to, at the table where everyone's kind of eating and getting along, mm-hmm. to bring up stuff that doesn't even involve her. Right. So then when they get into it, can Ashley can go, well, see, this happened to me too. Mm-hmm. When you And it's like, if you have beef with Candace, just have beef with her. Mm-hmm. Don't bring up 
other drama just for you to act like I had the same problem with her. Because if you have an issue, just address it to her directly. So then they get into this husband thing. And these are both black women married to white men. Mm -hmm. And at one point, they're literally like damn near insulting each other. I'm like, so two black men, two black women who married white men are insulting each other for marrying white men. Talking about you called him my. Master, you call him overseer. My um, are y'all not both married to white men? This this feels stupid. It is okay. Yeah. So she's getting nuts again. Sounds and her, like a little self hate. Okay, I'm like, <laughs> what is wrong with y'all? So then, um, because Ashley's husband's not there, Candace's husband Chris is trying to calm her down. Mm-hmm. At one point, he tries to say, "Come on, let's take a walk." She's like, "No, no," and they're like physically like tugging at each other. Mm-hmm. That felt weird. Yeah. And eventually, Chris just walked away. Mm-hmm. I feel for Chris because I'm sure he wants his wife to evolve to not be so um, uh, unnerved when people say these insults or to get her in this sort of space. Take her out of character. Right, take her out of character, and she goes so far left when she does. Right. I do wonder how Chris feels about it. Like, ideally, she was like that when they were dating, um, and they're married, the behavior continues. Mm -hmm. Even sometimes the way they talk to each other, I wouldn't want to talk, I wouldn't want my partner to talk to me like that in a relationship, but Mm -hmm. to each his own. Point I'm trying to make is, Candace had a deep fall from grace. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, because we're almost at the end of the season, I don't know what will happen between Candace and Mia, but I was disappointed in Candace's behavior, because I feel like she could have said, look, I had some things with my mom, and there's some relationship stuff with my mom and my husband, and mm-hmm. and while you, in your mind, maybe felt like that was in good intent, you were just wondering, that stirred, stirred up some stuff that I didn't need to. Right. And so for future reference, if you have questions about my career, whatever, whatever. You come to me directly. You don't yeah. need to talk to my husband. You don't need to talk to my mother. Like, I feel like she could have been civil and said that. If Mia wanted to still be nasty, then by all means, insult her back. Yeah. But I just felt like there was a way where it didn't have to get to where it was. Right. And so now what is happening, some of the women, Ashley and Robin and Giselle, are now wanting to be like, this is, Candace is an issue. She, the way she responds is just ridiculous. And it's mm-hmm. like, she's always responded that way. Right. But last season, y'all hated Monique more, mm-hmm. so you didn't care that she responded that way. Mm-hmm. Now that you, all that ended up getting Monique off the show, and now this season, Candace is an issue. Mm-hmm. She always behaved like this. Candace isn't doing anything she hasn't done since the time she first started this show. <laughs> so it's just a lot of hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to the reunion. Um, Nicki Minaj is on the reunion. Mm-hmm. Look. I hope it's not a huge segment she's on there for. Yeah. This is very interesting that they're even doing this. Yeah. There are tons of celebrities who watch The Housewives. Right. And none of them are at the reunion. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if this is going to start more. They're trying to get the barbs to come over. I don't know if they're trying to do a viewership or whatever. Yeah. But I do worry about that because the barbs love Nikki. That doesn't necessarily mean the barbs even watch Potomac. I'm right. sure there is some crossover. Yeah, yeah. But like... Y'all gonna be muddling the waters when it's time to give commentary. Yeah. And y'all don't even watch this show. <laughs> right. Like, I saw a comment, and a girl a girl was like, 
I'm not sure how to feel about Nikki being on the show because I feel like she's going to bring out her barbs who don't watch the show mm-hmm. and they're not going to know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. And literally the next comment was a barb stand going, girl, fuck you, ho. You should be happy. Nikki's on the show. And I'm like, way to prove her point. <laughs> this right. is exactly what she was talking about. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why they like that. It's like- weird. And I got to be honest. I don't know why. I don't know why. I just feel like if, I feel like I would speak out more. Yeah. To be like, no, y'all gotta chill on that. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Beverly Hills, because this was the. Mm. We're gonna talk about part one reunion. Let me just tell y'all. Typically, part one of any reunion is slow. Yeah. Not this one. <laughs> so this is four. This reunion is four parts. Mm-hmm. We know heavily it's gonna be a lot around Erica, the marriage, the court cases, whatever. So, in the beginning, we do a little bit of Erica, some questions, people talk about, um, and Andy was good with questions, asking her, like, you know, people feel like you don't care about the victims, you still have a really flashy lifestyle, people are not seeing your empathy, Mm -hmm. and she's like, I am empathetic, but she would always call them alleged victims. So, it's like, this is why people aren't. You're mm-hmm. still saying alleged. You're right. still saying if it's happened. Right. You're still saying, I'm like, this is why people don't feel like you have empathy mm-hmm. or sympathy. Right. So that was starting off. But this part one was really to me about Garcelle. Mm-hmm. So we talk about Garcelle, her not feeling included, and we get into it. She get into it with Dorit and Lisa again. Mm-hmm. Dorit is, again is being... Um, microaggressions are there. Even at one point, is yelling mm-hmm. at Garcelle. Garcelle's not yelling at her. She's mm-hmm. yelling mm-hmm. about this, saying that Garcelle isn't being honest, that she's being phony, and Andy's like, she was saying it to your face. It mm-hmm. wasn't like she, she didn't say it directly to you. Right. And she's like, but in her confessional, she would say all this stuff, but wouldn't say it out loud. And I'm like, that's everybody. I was going to say, that's the point of a confessional. It's like your aside thoughts. Like Every reality TV show, Housewives or not, have confessionals. Right. And everyone says things in confessionals that they didn't say in that moment or at the time. You're literally recapping the moment and giving commentary. Right. But somehow... And but somehow, only Garcelle's confessionals were just so out of pocket. Right. And then they did the bullying comment, and Garcelle was like, "You need to apologize for that because that is not what was happening." Mm-hmm. And Andy brought up the swarm, aka Black Twitter, um, energy that she got online that was negative, talking about how it wasn't bullying. Mm-hmm. And they brought up prime examples of bullying behavior, uh, like Erica who over the time she's been here, who has done it to several different cast members. Mm-hmm. And Dorit's answer to that is, well, you know, those were isolated incidents. Sure. And No, it wasn't. Right. At the end of the day, Garcelle was never bullying you. Mm-hmm. And the only reason Dorit was willing to take the word back is because of the negative commentary she received. Mm-hmm. What I really think some of these ladies don't like, I think Garcelle got on the show... And I don't think they expected her to be a fan favorite so quickly. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they expected her to bring a new a new level of watchers to Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because of I feel like her shine, I feel like they fucking haters. Mm-hmm. I really think that's what it all comes down to. Um, so 
while she's talking to Dorit, Lisa inserts herself. Mm-hmm. She's very rude the way she talks to Garcelle. Mm-hmm. And Garcelle ends up really talking about the fact that she was told, um, and she wouldn't say who said it, which I believe Kyle told her, she was told that Lisa Renna um, didn't really like her being on the show because of bringing up the race stuff. Mm-hmm. She was like, it's going to hurt the show. She's going to start bringing up color issues. Lisa was seething. How dare you say I said that? How dare you? You know what you're doing. You need to apologize to me. You know what this is going to do, you saying that? How dare you say that to me? Mm-hmm. So while Garcella is saying that, you know, you're in the wrong. Mm-hmm. You didn't like that I brought up race on this show. You didn't like what it was going to be on the show. Instead of her being like, I never said that. Who told you that? Right. She had this, like, Angry. Angry reaction, demanding an apology. Garcelle's like... Immediately, like, girl. She's like, I'm apologizing to you for what you said about me. Right. And I think, literally, she was... One thing that was clear on this reunion, as I find with a lot of white people, they get so up in arms about being called racist. Mm Mm-hmm. Or a bigot or something, but they never actually take time and stock of the behavior that they're doing is harmful. And I feel like that's exactly what this was with Lisa Renna. The thought of a white woman in this space Mm -hmm. saying, let's not talk about race. All she's thinking about is her bad press Mm -hmm. when she really should be thinking about why did they even come to mind to say that? Do I believe Lisa said that? Absolutely. Mm Mm-hmm. I believe that a lot of white women felt that way. Right. With not only on the diversity that they're trying to do on Beverly Hills, but all the platforms as they brought black and brown people on their shows. I absolutely believe these white women was like, oh, here we go. Mm-hmm. Because that means they have to be more accountable about the shit they say. Mm-hmm. And when you're in all white spaces, you don't have to think about it. Right. Right? I was so irritated by Lisa Rinna. And I think a lot of people wanted Garcelle to go harder at them, too. And I think Garcelle gets her point across, but sometimes I feel like Garcelle holds herself back. Mm-hmm. She is the only black woman on the show. I do she, I do believe she thinks about her reputation just as a black woman and not yeah. wanting to be in those stereotypical Unfortunately, roles. She, she probably feels like she's carrying the weight of all I black I do. Women, I feel like that's a part of it. Because, like, the way she be looking, I know she be thinking what <laughs> a lot of us be thinking. Yeah. But she won't say it in that gruffness. They that... need to give her another black woman. So she Thank you. Have a I think Bravo needs to give her at least a friend of. Yeah. If it's not a full castmate next season, if she comes back, Garcelle should have a friend. Yeah. A friend that could come to some of these trips and stuff like that. Yeah. Where she actually truly has support because I don't believe she has support on this show in that same way. And even mm-hmm. as much as she credits Sutton for having her back, I don't think Sutton really has her back like that. Because, like, if I was sitting at the reunion watching them two go ahead and they're completely not being honest, I would be like, uh, y'all not telling the truth. Yeah. Don't sit up here and say that. And the rest of them were silent while mm-hmm. Garcelle was going back and forth with them too. Mm-hmm. So she still don't have support. Um, I'm looking forward to getting more of the Erica stuff because... Mm-hmm. With some of the clips I saw, he's not holding back. Like, I would like to get to the one clip where he literally says, he was like, why didn't you just leave? And she was like, where was I going to go? Um, and he was like, babe, I know how much you get paid. I'm waiting for that moment. Because I think that's what a lot of us were thinking. Like, yeah. 
you were on the show for at least five years. Mm-hmm. So you're getting a salary from the show. Plus, you've had a book. You've been on Broadway. You've had shoe lines. You've had collaborations. So you should have money. You don't have no sort of nest egg outside of the money that you share with Tom. Mm-hmm. I think people are like, what do you mean by that? Mm-hmm. And with her now talking about, you know, you know, apparently he's been cheating. He's had affairs, all this. Can I believe that's true? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's really be honest. So why did you stay for real? Yeah. And I think a lot of people believe that she liked her lifestyle. And so even if that shit was hurtful, mm-hmm. she liked how she lived. Right. And she didn't want that interrupted. Mm-hmm. So you get mad and then you leave it alone or he bought, bought her something nice mm-hmm. and she kept it pushing. Yeah. What I think is weird and I hope they do talk about it is like, y'all married for 20 years and you telling me you ain't had no rainy day, rainy day fund. Yeah. You're telling me you didn't have a bank account unattached to Tom with money in it. Mm-hmm. That just seems foolish. Yeah. Just for one, I just, one, I think, I'm always, I'm always a person who feel like you should have your own separate account, at mm-hmm. least one, even if you're married. Yeah. Even the majority of your money is in your joint account. Yeah. I think you should just Come have your own yeah. separate account, period. Yeah. Yeah. So I just feel like for all that, and especially when you say he's been cheating, none of that encouraged you to start a rainy day fund. Right. None of that. Yeah. I'll be interested in hearing that. Mm-hmm. Long story short, I'm Team Garcelle. She did very well. Um, screwed Dory and Renna, and they've been getting eaten up all week. I mean, I have never seen... It's just a beautiful thing. When I tell you at least 95% of the people are Team Garcelle, mm-hmm. like, the way everyone has wrapped around her mm-hmm. and is, like, coming at their necks with such intensity, mm-hmm. it always makes me want to cry. <laughs> That was a long thing, but if you watch it, it's really good. Mm-hmm. I will say, as y'all know, since the show is ending, I will miss my housewife chats mm-hmm. because I enjoy tweeting and people message me and we talk and we share theories mm-hmm. and I love my housewife community. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the community. Air hug. <laughs> Uh, I've thought about it in every ways of how could I do that. It feels like more work. And (laughs) at this point in time, I'm not sure if I want more work. So I'll figure that out. It'll be what it is. is. But I do want to say as we're, we got like a couple episodes left. Just a big shout out to my housewives Mm -hmm. watchers. And if you even felt inspired to watch because of my commentary, I appreciate you. And if you were someone who would just skip this part because you didn't watch Housewives, fair enough. <laughs> like, fair. Fair enough. I'm not yeah. mad at you. Yeah. Um, but some of what you were saying about Candace reminds me of um, Married at First Sight, which I haven't been talking about. But, you know, I'm always rooting for the black couple. And it's just really unfortunate because I mentioned Michaela before and how she reacts. And they showed, like, an ahead of her, like, screaming and throwing, that's this coming week. Mm. Um, and it's during, you know how they do, like, the couple's trip towards the end? It's during the couple's trip. Oh, Lord. And so, and it's funny, because, you know, the women make become friends with one another, and now they start to see what he, he is, is talking, talking about. about. Mm. Um, because I really, I genuinely think they would be a good couple if she was healed, honestly. But it's the way that she handles situations when something, when she gets upset, she just goes off the rails. So, for, like, example, this week, they were having a conversation after talking to the doctors 
Um, and they were like, if today was decision day, would you say yes or no? They both said no. But they said they hope that they can continue to work on it and that by decision day, they feel, feel better, different. blah, blah. They both agreed to this. Mm-hmm. Like, said the same thing. After this conversation, she decides, well, I'm going to sleep in the other room. He said, well, why are you doing that? And she said, well, you said that you're going to say no on decision day. He said, so do you. He was like, well, first he said, so did you. And then he explained further that we both agreed that if we continue to work on it, that we don't know what will happen on decision day, but we hope, like, it's not a definite no. But we're hoping that things could change. He's like, we literally said the same thing. What's her problem? And so, and he's like, so why? And he was, she was like, well, just because you feel that way, I don't feel like we need to sleep in the same bed. He's like, but isn't that the opposite of continuing to work on it? And blah, blah. And like, so they're going back and forth. They having a whole argument about it. And she's very adamant about sleeping in the other room. And he's like, well, then I'm just going to go home. Because, you know, they stay in, like, a different apartment these days. He said, well, I'm just going to go stay in my apartment. He was like, because honestly, I like my apartment better. And so he is like, if you're going to stay in the other room, I'm just going to leave. But then they go back to, that's what caused their first argument, was when he left and didn't say where he was going. And she felt, because she has issues with abandonment. And so it just repeats the cycle over again because he gets triggered by the way that she reacts because he's dealt with that in previous relationships and said that he would never deal with it again. But she continues to do this. So I'm like, y'all just hurting each... Y'all triggering each other all the time. And I'm like, I just want y'all to heal. (laughs) Because, like, when they are good, you can see why they were matched. They are a good match. They do get along. But when they trigger each other... It's a hot mess. So I, I, a friend of mine watches this show. Mm-hmm. And do you still feel like these matches are genuine? I, so. Do you? Cause some of them I feel are genuine, but some of it, a lot this season, I feel is them trying to check a diversity box. Okay. Because what are the chances of you finding an Asian couple, two uh, Latinx couples, a black couple, a white, like what are the chances of you actually finding Someone that checks every box in diversity except, you know, anybody that's gay. Because we still ain't gotten to that point yet. But, like, you checked every race box. What are, what are the chances of that for real happening? Um, So that's a little bit questionable. Um, But, like, one couple, I know they're not going to make it. But I, And I don't see why they were matched at all. The white couple, the one white couple. I have no clue why they were matched at all. I don't get it. I'm like, can, this, can, they, can the experts tell us what they saw? Because I don't see it. Because the reason I say it is because I used to watch. Mm-hmm. And this, to me, the couples were getting Worse. more and more dramatic to the point where I was like, how can y'all tell me mm-hmm. y'all saw this and y'all did all this interview? Because supposedly they're interviewed so many times. It's this, right. this vigorous process. Yeah. How he, y'all telling me this is the best y'all could do? Mm-hmm. And it, for me, it started to feel like, is this for ratings? Because, look, at the end of the day, no matter what, mm-hmm. no matter how much this production company, uh, Lifetime, wants to make happy couples, is money. Yeah. And if people aren't watching, that's a problem. Yeah. And what do a lot of us respond to drama. is the drama. Mm-hmm. And so it started to bother me because I was like, it's starting to feel ingenuine. Mm-hmm. Or, like, are y'all literally choosing to seek... Because, look, no one's perfect, right? Mm-hmm. But you bring up, like, the Michaela thing. And my friend told me about that couple, too. Yeah. Y'all telling me that in that vigorous search... That's y'all... Y'all really- felt like these two individuals were mm-hmm. in a place where they could be married. Right. Because there's one thing where 
they could be really compatible. Right. But there's clearly some active things. Yep. And y'all felt like they was ready. They were ready for marriage. Yeah. And and I think that's why I haven't been able to watch it now because it's starting to feel gimmicky. And that's why and I the do show wonder... has been on for a long time. You yeah. got to keep up with the Joneses on one end. Yeah. And at the end of the day, we all know reality TV has changed. Yeah. There's production around it. It's yeah. not just we just genuinely want to marry people and see if they fall in love. Yeah. That's why I do wonder how much of the vigorous process is about finding them a match versus making sure that they are ready as individuals. Like, make sure they're ready as individuals and then try to find matches. Because like I said, with them, they do seem like a good match, but they don't seem ready for marriage. Like, it's just, I know they're not going to make it. Because like I said, this coming week is when she flipping stuff. And they in, like, an Airbnb. And I'm like, whoa. Like, you're not even destroying stuff in your own apartment. You literally flipping chairs and breaking glasses in an Airbnb, girl. You, you got more sense than that. Come on now. So it's interesting. But one of the couples, one of the um, Latinx couples, in the beginning, I was very much so like, why did the experts match them? Because she is like, I get my lashes redone every Friday. She is like blowing money. He's like, I'm a firefighter. I ain't got that kind of money, blah, blah. He hinted to being a Trump supporter. She is very adamantly not, obviously. But... They have figured it out. It's interesting because it's like as they have learned more about each other, he's loosened the reins and like doing luxury things. She's understood that he is a very genuinely nice person. Don't know what they're going to do about that politics. But yeah, because I can't get down with that. And because like he made a comment like, I'm going to support whoever is helping me the most. And it's like Mm. and her argument was like, it's not just about me. Like, I I would say she's on the right side there. I'll be honest with you. But it seems, it genuinely seems like they're on the right path. She done already said that she loves him. Um, I'm just like, okay. I kind of, they are my favorite this season. Again, I hope they come back to talk about that politics. But other than that, I'm like, it seems like they have worked. A lot of people didn't even like her in the beginning because she was very much so like, don't kiss me, don't hold my hand. She was very much like, we will do that when I feel comfortable with it. And she did. She continued to just get to the comfortable place. And he kind of was like, I'm just going to, you kiss me when you're ready. Because he, he's a physical touch kind of person. So he was getting frustrated by it. Right. But she stuck to her guns. And when she was comfortable. Then and she now did it. she did it. And now they they are like on a perfect path thing there. And I'm like, so she did get bad rap in the beginning. But I'm glad that she stuck to what works for her. Because clearly it's working out for them collectively. So, I'm like, I just, Michaela, I hope she goes to therapy because it's, she, and I'm like, I hope she look at herself on this TV and see how she acted a day before. And maybe this will help her? I hope so, because she acting because crazy. Because I, you know, she needs some help. She genuinely Because that's too much. That's too much, baby. That, like, and, no. And, like, she does the stuff where she, he'll be like, um, I know we were supposed to go out to dinner tonight, but I'm tired. Can we just go out another day? And she'll be like, okay. But then she gets like three paragraphs of how she upset. And he's like, so why didn't you just so say that? So why not that? say, actually, I know you're tired, but I was really looking forward to tonight. Because that's usually what it is that she's looking forward to. And I really wanted to spend this time with you in this way. Right. Why can't you just say, say that? that? That And that's, that's the problem. Why is communication so hard for people? We all uh, communicate differently, and we all, 
I think we all do also process our emotions differently. So, like, for her, it seems like she processes things later. And it's like, well, maybe you don't need to respond right away then. Maybe, like, take your time to work through some, like, what you actually feel before responding. Because when you respond out of all these emotions, you just be all over the place. I am a person where, at times, I need a moment. Mm -hmm. But I articulate that because I am a person where it's hard for me to check back in. So if you say cool and then two hours later I'm getting something else, I'm like, yeah. you literally said cool, cool. though. Yeah. So what is all this? And that's how he is. And yeah. so I am a person where I'm like, if you need time, I prefer you to Just say, say that. I'm okay. I, I, all right. Let me, I'm going to marinate on that for a moment. Right. Like it gives me a heads up that you could at least come back with something else. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if you're like, okay. And mm-hmm. then. I would be like, all right, well, what the fuck? Right. I wouldn't even, it <laughs> would be, it's wonder, harder for me. I wonder if part of it is she's trying to stick up to this perception of being an easy-go-lucky person. That's what kind of what it seems sometimes. Because they get into these arguments a lot of times off camera. And then, like, the producers are, like, running back to catch it. And so I'm like, I wonder if it's... Is she trying to, like, keep up a certain appearance because of this show? Mm-hmm. That seems exhausting. Right. Frankly. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't want to be perceived a certain way, but like, honey, people are perceiving you as crazy. So just do you Mm -hmm. in a sense of people going to have something to say either way. I say it like that. Yeah. Yeah. Be you child. I don't know. I communication is, is just seems to be such a, I just a reoccurring thing Mm -hmm. everywhere. TV, real life. Mm -hmm. Um, even, like, in my dating life. Because, like, now I'm not... You know, I was dating someone. Mm-hmm. We're not... And it, ain't, it ain't working. Mm-hmm. And so now it's, like, back to the streets. <laughs> but I find that, again, just communication crap. Mm-hmm. I'm to the point now where I'm super communicative. I've mm-hmm. kind of always been. But I've even sharpened that. Where I can tell you... This is what I prefer. This is what I like. This is what makes me feel uncomfortable. This, mm-hmm. and like sometimes, I still I still have to grow because sometimes when I'm upset, depending on I can sit on it too long. Mm-hmm. But even when I come to talk about it, I don't come out of explosion either. Right. I take accountability that you should have said this when you was upset, mm-hmm. right? And so when I come to talk to the person, I'm not coming in explosive space. I'm coming like. I can acknowledge I should have brought this up earlier. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. This is why. Yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. So I'm working on trying to say things a little bit sooner. Yeah. And it's weird because I hate people do that to me and I can do that to others. <laughs> I fully recognize that. Yeah. But it's so frustrating dating niggas because mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, you could call it societal norms. Mm-hmm. Um that could be a big part of it of why men communication and I find overall shittier mm-hmm. than like women. And when I say this, I'm talking about who I date, which is cisgender heterosexual men. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. but women were taught to be more, be more nurturing, nurturing and, and emotional. And it's more acceptable for us to be mm-hmm. emotional, even though sometimes that's held against us. Mm-hmm which I don't really like that either. Mm -hmm. But it's more okay for us to be that way. Mm -hmm. But the one thing I think about with guys, especially now when they, you know, I see statuses, you see tweets like, 
men, we don't have safe spaces. When do y'all take accountability and create safe spaces for y'all? Like, at a certain point, shut up. Because if you want to flip shit around, flip it around. Mm -hmm. Start the conversation. Within your own friend group. Within your own friend group. Mm -hmm. You can't control all the niggas. Mm -hmm. But you can start right where where your life is. With the people in your life. Y'all just going to sit and complain about it's hard to express yourself. Now, I say that saying that there are women. Oh, yeah. Because I ain't going to leave that out. Yeah. There are plenty of women who, as much as they say they want this feeling, Mm -hmm. uh, emotional, intelligent partner, they'll be quick to turn around and call him weak or a bitch or whatever. Yeah. So those women need to shut the fuck up, frankly. Right. Because you're ruining it for the... Just making it work. You're ruining it for the rest of us who actually want... I actually want a guy who can express himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, truly. Please, tell me how you feel. Mm -hmm. Tell me when something hurts your feelings. Mm -hmm. Tell me when you like something. Tell me if you're bothered. You gotta cry. I don't care. Mm -hmm. I actually want to date a guy like that. Right. Where are they? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are they in hiding? <laughs> I think are they, they monks? Do the self work to get there. Well, what age range do you think the self work is happening at? Because I gotta be honest, baby, I'm dating older and older, and I'm still not seeing it. How old do I have to date? Right. Somebody give me a manual, and I'm gonna also say, um, psychic talk, witchy TikTok. <laughs> Y'all keep talking about my man is coming. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't show up. I'm marking your accounts as spam. Did they say when it's supposed to come by? Like, are they giving an end date or they just say he on the way? Because that could mean, like, soon could be, like... They're going to be marked as spam. They're going to be marked as spam. Let me tell you something. They're going to be marked as spam. They could mean... They're going to be marked as spam. I... Look. This algorithm... Let me tell you something. Instead of been talking about, you know... Um, you know, Mercury retrograde is ending. Here's what is coming for you or... This is what I feel. This Ace of Cups, all that other mess. What is that? That's a that's a card. Oh, oh okay. All I'm Ace saying is, mm-hmm. okay. Let me or Eight of Cups, whatever. I'm not sure. <laughs> this is what I'm gonna say though. If that doesn't happen mm-hmm. in the next couple of months, I'm marking y'all accounts as spam. Okay. Y'all not gonna keep saying. So if they say he coming, you thinking like within the next quarter is when it's supposed to happen. Look, all I'm going to say is this. Mm-hmm. Y'all not going to keep on my For You page telling me this is for you, telling me I feel the spirit moving me here. And I don't Moving him to 4,000 views. That's or not maybe the point. more. That's not the point. The point is, I get a video of them saying, hey, stop, this is for you. Okay. Unless they say Sinead. And then you would just be creeped out. Stop being... I would delete the app. (laughs) When the For You page get that specific, (laughs) it's the day I delete my account altogether. Like, oh, they know too much. Let me tell you something. The point is, y'all not gonna keep playing with me. Mm -hmm. Okay? Okay. Order videos... Them initial videos, CJB. Okay, those are fake. I know you those know are that. fake. Those okay. are fake. No, but I am. I'm starting marking everybody as spam. I really am. My aunt was supposed to pull my cards while I was in Dallas, but we ran out of time. I'm going to get her to do it virtually. See what it says. I'm, you, want, you, can, you want her to pull yours? I'm marking so you everyone as... Ace of Cups or whatever. And then I'll be marking her as spam. 
if she give me the same messages I've been getting, okay, and she got a profile, I'm marking her as spam. I'm not playing around anymore. Y'all don't keep playing with me. Oh, Y'all keep diggling this soulmate in front of me. Do you hear me? I'm in front of you, dang. Shh. All right? Shh. Everyone's getting marked as spam. I'm tired of being played with. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of these dating apps. I am tired of these nigglets. Mm. They are truly exhausting. Mm-hmm. I can't disagree with that. They are exhausting. I'm exhausted. <laughs> okay? Yeah. Yeah. This is going to make my hair fall out. Oh. I, I pulled my wig back. <laughs> <laughs> so annoying. Yeah. That was funny. <laughs> if y'all could have seen it, y'all would have laughed. So she trying to. She was holding in her laughter. She knew it was funny. She knew it was funny. Oh. <laughs> Y'all, I'm so tired of dating. Oh. Oh. <laughs> he gonna come. He on the way. I wanna look. That's I wanna what be said. whatever. Spam, spam. <laughs> okay. I want to be courted. Yeah. I want to be pursued. Yeah. Where's the intentional niggas at? Right. Huh. Who gonna call? You never Who gonna had somebody text? in the club trying to give you a flower? Those are intentional. Names. Do you want to get out of my home? <laughs> Do you want to get out of my That's home? That's not courting. Do we want to cut this episode? <laughs> if you want to play in my feelings and you want to play in my face right now. Let's stop. I feel like that's courting. Do you want to play? Do you want to play in my face? Do you want the episode to be over? Cause she playing y'all like dead ass, playing in my face right now. We could just cut this shit right now. Okay. You see this trash. <laughs> Okay, I want to be wand and don, and that doesn't necessarily mean spend a whole bunch of money because y'all little broke niggas always think somebody after y'all money, even though y'all ain't got no money for us to be after. Yes, I'm speaking. I'm I'm speaking from a hurt place right now, <laughs> so it's not really kind. And you can find a good dollar, a bottle, of eight dollar wine. Okay, <laughs> wand and don for me is more like the effort. Yeah, yeah. Where's the effort at? Mm-hmm. Y'all so lazy. <laughs> I feel like because I am a giving person, it's like you trying to hold your natural yes. stuff back so yes. you don't get played. Yep, literally. So you literally just don't get played. Right, because then it's frustrating. It's like, I'm giving all of this. And you're giving me chicklets, right. TikToks, TikToks. <laughs> See, I watch TikTok too much. They send you TikTok links and give you TikToks. TikToks. <laughs> I'm giving you Snickers bars. you giving me one white TikTok. Talking about here. Savor the flavor. Right. What is that? <laughs> I literally... And then that's the other thing. If I'm dating someone mm-hmm. where I feel like I have to hold back what is natural to me. Yeah. To me, that's already a sign that you are not compatible. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm holding back something that's natural to me. Mm-hmm. And to me, something in me is telling me to hold it back. To me, low-key, that's intuition saying, that ain't it. Mm-hmm. That's how I'm starting to feel. Because, like... Why am I doing that? Why do I feel like I need to hold things back? So I feel like you won't take advantage of me. Mm-hmm. Waiting to see if you act right. Mm-hmm. Act right from day one. Because I'm here acting right from day one. Right. Oh, yeah. my Jesus. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know either. <laughs> I don't got the answers the cards do. They're lying to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want y'all to think I'm crazy. And if you do, oh well. <laughs> no, if you do, bite me, <laughs> frankly. 
But no, do I really think that stuff is real? Do I believe that people have abilities, like spiritual abilities? Yeah. I do. Yeah. But like when you're pulling cards on social, well, I mean, for especially because when it's for the general public, you it can't you, be so specific anyway. Yeah, like, I ain't if, that nutty. If you're pulling cards for a specific person, then that's different. Yeah, but pulling when, it for anybody, I'm pulling it and just posting it like, if you see this before, right? The end of the day is for you. If not, it's not for you. It's like, uh, right. Right. But the point is, clearly I watch too many of them, so they come... They just keep I gotta going. stop watching the algorithm. Because right. you're getting one every day now. Because I'm getting one too often. <laughs> right. It's like you watch one, and I'm like... I mean, like, just because you watch one doesn't automatically mean now I need 20 of them. Right. Just because I found one white creator funny doesn't mean I want you to take me off a of black TikTok. That's how I feel about Instagram. And so I have to, like, go on my For You page or whatever it's called on Instagram... And, like, try to avoid the ones that I know you putting them there on purpose because you try and get me. Right. So, I, like, intentionally click on the other ones to be like, let's change this because stop it. Like You stare at one thing a little bit too long. Mm-hmm. And now. That's all you get. It's like, come on. <laughs> yeah. I was just in a mood Especially in that one that moment. Instagram does the thing like Twitter. Like, they like, I, I'm showing you this because you liked this on this page. Please. Like, okay, I'm like, one picture. Right. That like, doesn't mean. I needed all of these. You know, I was in a certain mood where I liked it. Relax. <laughs> right. You don't got to do all that. <laughs> right. It's so annoying. Mm-hmm. Darn Let us create our own journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Social media used to be, take that back, it's still fun. Because mm-hmm. depending on how you use it. Yeah, it just used to be more innocent. But I just hate the capitalism of it all, right? Because yeah. that's really what started to turn everything. Literally. When all of them were just trying to figure out how to make the most money and keep mm-hmm. making money and keep making money. Because mm-hmm. now everything is different. Right. And like, I was reading something where people talking about they hate how you have to be so together for Instagram. I'm like, who says? Yeah. Why are y'all living under these, like, rules? Talking right. about it has to be a certain aesthetic. It's your Instagram page. Right. If you, you, wanna post you want to post a pizza slice, post it. Right. And if the next picture you done up shutting the gram down, shut it down. Right. Who says we have to have some sort of aesthetics? Like, post what you want. Yeah. Yeah. Who I, cares? I agree. I still don't be posting. <laughs> you don't. Because I don't take pictures. I, I just don't think about taking pictures most of the time. I love pictures, and not necessarily just of myself. Mm-hmm. Although I do enjoy those. Enjoy, enjoy. enjoy those, yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, um, I just always like taking pictures. Yeah. So, I always have tons. Mm-hmm. Speaking of pictures... Can y'all answer me a question? Because Sydney knows I texted her about this. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, we've talked about this. Y'all know I don't really like getting pictures. Mm-hmm. I don't... I, especially when, like, there's no context. Mm-hmm. Fellas, please. I mean, do girls, women do that? Do women send pictures to their men with no context? Because I don't. Them. So, that's why I'm like... Maybe because I'm weird that I don't see why you do that. Yeah. Anyway. Send a little face with, like, the tongue out. Or if I'm looking cute. Do you ever look at the camera like it's a mug shot and send the photo? If I'm angry. But why? If we're we're having a a conversation and I want 
I don't want to find a gift of someone else. You want to okay. send my angry face. Okay. Then yes, I will. But what if you're not having a tense conversation? Then I'll be like, why are you mad? Okay. <laughs> so sometimes I get confused when there's really no context mm-hmm. and I receive one and I'm like, I'm not sure what do you want me to say? <laughs> Do you want me to say you look good? Yeah, you hey, sexy. But you don't. You're like mean mugging. Look like you' about to go to jail. Oh, Jesus. It doesn't. You, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you don't look ugly, but this ain't your most flattering angle right now. I, what do you want me to say to that? Mm-mm. Hey, looking good. You don't. Or say hey, looking angry. <laughs> <laughs> if uh, guys listen, let me know. Like, also, why are guys? take terrible pictures. Oh, they're just not good at it. They're Y'all not gotta good do at finding better. their angles or anything. Y'all gotta be better. But here's mm-hmm. the thing. Don't be too good because then I'm... I don't like it. <laughs> I know. Then it's too polished. It is. <laughs> like, if I'm on a dating app and their pictures are two together, mm-hmm. I'm like, nah, they a hoe. Uh, is that fair? No. <laughs> is that fair? No. Mm-hmm. Um, is that a generalization? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, should I give people men a chance to take really good pictures sure but i don't know something about a nigga who take pictures too good Mm -hmm. that make me think he for the streets gotcha no less for the streets but like mixy Mm -hmm. been there done that honey i don't want to do it again (laughs) i don't want to date no mixy nigga Mm -mm. lord i don't i feel like that's all i end up with but you know we're here so I mean, but maybe that's for you. Maybe you, because spo- maybe you're supposed to end up with a. I feel like you're a positive mixy person. Me? You know a lot of people. You talk to a lot of people. Like I think there's good. Um, mixing. Good. There's a good side of being mixy. I think right because mm-hmm. typically that means you're charismatic. Likeable. You know, you're likable. Mm-hmm. You're friendly good, con- quite friendly. Extent. You're a good conversationalist. Like. Being mixy isn't completely a bad thing, but we know what mixy could also mean, right? right? Yeah. So that's why I'm like, you're like a, you're a little mixy, but not in like the bad way to me. Because you're, you're a friendly person. You're a friendly person. Because mixy to me is also like always in the mix. I be in the house. Do you? I feel like I do. Well... How you or, pers- like, if I'm out the house, I'm with, like, two or three people. Like, I'm not at a function. I, I don't think mixy is just meaning in-person spaces. Mm-hmm. It can be online. It can be in a lot of... I think mixy is a way of life. It doesn't just mean... Um, I don't even be online much. What about your 30,000 group meets? And I'm being dramatic. I'm not in that many groups anymore. I said I'm being dramatic. No, I know. I literally check two groups every day. But I'm saying it's that, honestly. But I'm saying there's a time where mm-hmm. I felt like you were mixy, mm-hmm. and just because you're a little dormant doesn't mean those skills have gone away. Not in my opinion, at least. Mm-hmm. Again, I think mixy. There's positive attributes to it. Yeah, no, I don't. And think... then there's annoying ones where it's yeah. like that nigga mixy. Yeah, no, I agree mixy. with that. I just don't think I was ever a mixy person. Okay, well <laughs> there you go. But we did have a question of the week. Because as y'all can hear, we don't really have a topic today. But I wanted to make sure that we didn't miss the question. Um, what are your What are you most looking forward to in the remaining months of 2021? Uh, Semi Sue said, the holidays are coming. I want to have some family gatherings safely. 
Um, it's me, Tierra Forsett, planning our wedding, which is so cute. Their pictures, their engagement pictures were really cute, too. Yeah, they were. Um, so, Shanae, what are you looking forward to? Um, probably time off and some family, mm-hmm. family stuff mm-hmm. would be for mine. Yeah. I guess I'm just looking forward to, like, actually moving, starting a new job. I guess, like, and settling after that. Because I just feel like it's a lot leading up to that. And so after I'm ready to just like sit in my apartment and be like, <sighs> but I, I don't even know if that'll happen this year though. Because I, I moved the end of November. So like December, I'll probably still be like getting things situated, especially because who knows when everything can get in. So I don't know if I'll actually get to that point this year, but it does seem like the rest of the year is like a little busy. So we'll see. Maybe I'll be able to relax in the beginning of next year. Mine's is not, and I look forward to a quiet fall yeah, into the end I of the year. Yeah. Um, but I be in the house for real. Sydney <laughs> be in the house, in theory. I really be in the house. And when I say I'm in the house, I'm not in the house being productive. She in the house somewhat sometimes being productive. Okay, that's more accurate. I'm, <laughs> I'm sitting on the couch watching the Parkers. Okay? Mm-hmm. I'm going to sleep. Mm-hmm. I'm not even productive. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I ain't even go nowhere this week. Okay, this week. Yeah. We're talking about the week. That doesn't mean you don't... But I still don't think I go. <laughs> so why is your rest of the year so busy, outside of the moving? Um, p- other people's bridal shower. I have a bridal shower, a wedding. That sounds like plans with people, with friends. Keep going. I, I don't consider going to a wedding being in the mix, but okay. Um, I, I said, again, in the mix, is sociable. It's right, yeah, friendly. Yeah, yeah. It's whatever. Yeah. How do you get invited to so many weddings, Sydney, from being friendly or knowing friendly people who bring you? Like, come on! No. Come on! But see, that's somebody else mixing this. <laughs> What's next on your lips? I'm going to hurt Sydney. Let me look at my calendar. <laughs> right! She got to pull up her calendar. I'm going to hurt her. You got something. You hosting. I'm a, Okay. Okay. You got me there. Okay. I'm going to hurt her, y'all. Let's I really see. am. Yeah, pull the calendar out. Pull it out. I am going on a trip. Uh-huh. That's not being messy. I'm going somewhere with one person. Oh, my gosh. All right, Sydney. All right. Okay. That's it. Okay. <laughs> you finished? That, yes. That, okay. that was my weekend. Okay. I don't feel like that's mixing. Okay. Y'all tell me. But I just really don't think I am. Especially because I feel like when I go to events, I don't really be talking to people. I just be sitting. I stay I stay stationary. I find my seat and stay there the whole time. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> if you feel like you're not, Because the mixing people, not. they be up talking around to everybody. I just be like, I'm going to sit right here and let y'all go do that. <laughs> I'm serious. But maybe, I I think my perception of Mixie is just different. Because I don't think it's negative either. I just think it's a very sociable person. And I just don't think that I am. I think sometimes it can be negative. Okay. I think there's... I find that the positive side of Mixie people is, like I said, you're charismatic, mm-hmm. you're friendly, you're chatty, whatever. You have an aura that people like to be around you. That's not a bad thing. Right. Now, I feel like when you have that and you're someone who likes attention, mm-hmm. then it gets annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every... Or if you abuse it. But, correct. Yeah. Every Mixie person doesn't crave attention. Mm-hmm. 
But for the ones who crave attention and have those naturally skills and, you know, energy, mm-hmm. it can be a wicked combination sometimes. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're not. Like, when I say I dated one, I won't do that again. Mm-hmm. It was too much for me. Mm-hmm. It was just too much. I was like, it's too... I'm not as friendly. It's like, yeah. take that back. I'm not unfriendly. Mm-hmm. You know that, that like meme I don't want to call it a meme whatever that thing that says I'm like the meanest nicest yeah. friendly unfriendliest person ever yeah if that descri- that describes me perfectly mm-hmm. yeah I think I'm nice but I just be feeling anxious most of the time where I'm out at, and there's a bunch of people there and so, and that's why I sit in one spot and I don't move the most of the night because I feel anxious if I, especially if I don't know a lot of people there I like to observe, so I'm typically just looking at people's behavior mm-hmm. before I decide I want to speak. Mm-hmm. So I just be trying to get people's mood. Mm-hmm. Like, what are the energy they giving me? Yeah. Or giving just the room? Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. Yeah. I also feel like, even though I don't consider myself, um, I'm not a hardcore introvert either. Mm-hmm. Um, but even times where I avoid people... People will always talk to me. Yeah. And I don't even feel like I have they a friendly... gravitate towards I don't feel like I have a friendly disposition. <laughs> I really have a uh, bitch resting face. Mm-hmm. My natural face isn't like smiley or happy. Mm-hmm. And somehow people still like, that's who I want to talk to. Right. I don't know what the, it, the aura I'm giving off. Because mm-hmm. in a lot of cases, I'd rather you not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with old people. Me and old people, baby. Love you. Old people love me. I don't know what they see. Maybe an old soul. Maybe, you know, I don't know what old people see. But you want to talk about who is talking to me no matter what? Old people and white people. Old people. And, oh, my. And an old white person? Oh, my God. We're as thick as thieves, baby. Okay? And I be minding my business hard. And she come over here. Uh-huh. You like these shoes? And I'm like, is she talking to me? Yeah, those look. I I think I'm gonna, and I'm like, oh okay, and I'm like, why? Know, why are you over here, lady? Like, what? Is... You looked fashionable. No, I didn't. <laughs> I had on Crocs and holy sweatpants. Mm-mm. Okay, and a hoodie and a mask on. Mm. No, I didn't. I don't look cool. I looked like I wanted to be left alone, <laughs> but somehow. That's not the energy nope, she just, received. She felt your spirit. No, nah, I don't care about your shoes, lady. But they Go do. Ahead. If you like them, I love them, baby. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> Lord, anything else we should need to talk about today? No. <laughs> okay. Oh, was I not supposed to say that? No, you could have. It was just like a such a like no. Oh, I <laughs> not I like mean, I don't think so. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no. Let's reverse back. No. Ask it again. No. Ask it again. Is there anything else you think we need to talk about today? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I think I, you know, no. Is that better? Sure. Just delete the earlier part you heard. <laughs> Just focus on the second part. But thank you guys for listening. Um, keep up with us on social media, of course. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. At this point, I think we should transition, y'all. Yeah. You gotta start following us individually. <laughs> <Our> individual, <laughs> I was just about to say, because I know you still do tweet about Bravo, but I was Oh, yeah. Catch us on Twitter yeah. if you want to know what I'm talking about in yeah. the moment. Yeah. Follow us and engage with us on Twitter. Yeah. Next week, because I this was requested 
a, a couple of times. Next week will be our kind of podcast tip episode since we are coming down to the last couple. Um, so I just wanted to let y'all know in advance that that's what y'all can look forward to next week since we did get a couple of requests asking um, for that. So as always, this is Good Girls Behaving Badly, bringing you the good and the bad of every week.